Hey everybody, it's Danny. I want to say thank you for tuning in to the Heartway Podcast. And I want to give a special thanks to those of you who are tuning in from really all over the world. We're so grateful that you are a part of our community and that you listen in on an ongoing basis. If you've been encouraged by what you've heard, I want to ask you to share this with a friend. You never know the impact that one of these messages can have in another person's life. And if you yourself have been impacted and you'd like to continue to partner with us to keep this work going, Check us out at heartwaychurch.com slash give. Every dollar that you give goes a really long way towards helping us do what it is that we do. Well, we love you. Really hope you enjoy the podcast. Hello, everyone. Hi. Uh, This is so beautiful. I wish you all could see what I'm seeing right now. There is so much love in this room, which is a representation of God in this room. All the love that we're feeling, all this energy, this connection that we're experiencing, this is God's love. Believe it. God shows us all the time that he's there, but we get so caught up in our minds and our day-to-day lives that we miss it. This is God in living form right here, right now. We're experiencing his love. And I get to, I'm so grateful that I get to see it in all of your faces. We're so grateful that you're here today with us. And today I want to set the intention that we are going to reawaken the God within each and every one of us. If you feel like he's been asleep for a little bit, wake him back up. Open yourself up to receive all that God has for you. You are a representation of God, a manifestation of God in living form. Acknowledge that, honor that, sit in that power. Amen. Let's close our eyes. And I want you to allow your palms to face up today. Let's receive. Allow the spine to be nice and tall. Allow the shoulders to come down. And then let's begin by closing the eyes and taking a deep inhale, nice and big. Vocal. Again, we inhale nice and big. Really fill up. Vocal. One more time together, my friends. We inhale. And with a big smile, ah. let's take a moment to release all that we experienced before we arrived. Let's start to invite the stillness into ourselves, letting go of all the thoughts, releasing the emotions, and allowing ourselves to open up a little bit more allowing God to enter into our beings, to feel the alignment that we have with the Creator. Take a moment to observe all that is going on within you. And as you continue to breathe, imagine with each inhale we create space. And as we exhale, we can sink deeper within ourselves. As you continue to make space, invite all of God's love inside. Invite all of his peace. Welcome his grace. 
Start to release all the tension that you're holding throughout the body and the mind. Allow yourself to feel still, to feel at peace. Remind yourself today that you were made with purpose, that you are worthy, that God lives inside of you as well as outside of you. Tap into that energy, to that love, and begin to experience life. Seeing all that God has to offer for you. But before we look outside of ourselves, let's take a deep look within ourselves. See the God in you, feel the God in you, embrace the God in you. This light within you is so special and unique to this world. Honor the light that you are. Honor the blessing that you are to this world. You are loved. You are cared for. Always divinely guided. Take a deep inhale, nice and big. And as we exhale, let's affirm all that we know, all that God is showing us, all that God wants to show us. Release the fears. Release the past. Release all that is not serving to you and trust that God is guiding you, loving you, holding your hand every step of the way. Let's bring our left hands to our heart and bring your right hand to your belly. And take a moment to feel the heart beating. You are alive and God is alive within you. Every beat that you feel, every breath that you take, God is here with you, living inside of you, waiting for the moment that you accept and acknowledge the God within you. Walk hand in hand with Him. Co-create life with Him. Take a deep inhale, nice and big. And vocal. You are worthy of all of God's love. Take a moment to observe your breath now. Take a moment to observe the body and the mind. Honor yourself so much that you sink even deeper into this peace, into this stillness.
take another deep inhale. Vocal. May peace and love always be with you, my friends. Amen. And so much love. Allow this peace to stay with you throughout your days. Thank you so much. Hello. Everybody in the back, hey, ho, hey. Good to see you guys. Happy Easter, everybody. So exciting, so much energy and momentum in the room. We do this every weekend, by the way, y'all. So you're invited to come on Sundays and hang out with us. My name is Danny. I have the privilege of leading this community as the pastor started this spiritual community over seven years ago in my parents' living room. It was like eight of us. And now, all these years later, um, look, you know, it's amazing. A lot of friends, a lot of family that are here, and we're happy that you're here. You know, Heartway is very unique in a lot of ways. We try and do spirituality without the baggage of religion. So when you come through our doors, we're not trying to convince you or convert you or get you to believe anything, quite frankly. I want you to feel like you belong before you believe. And this is not about morality. This is not about following rules. This is about getting in touch with your heart. That's all it is. Learning how to see through the eyes of your heart. Learning how to tap into the love that is in you, the love that you are. And so I like to say that love is my religion. I don't say Christianity is my religion. I know I'm disappointing some of you. I'm so sorry. But love is my religion. And we come here on holidays like this, Easter, to celebrate that Jesus is risen. But if Christ has not been risen in you, what is the point of this whole thing? Has love arisen in you? Has grace and compassion and generosity and purpose and meaning come alive on the inside of you? That's what this is about. That's why we're here. So before we even get started, I just want to say I love you. We love you. You're accepted just the way you are. It doesn't matter what your politics are. It doesn't matter what your sexual orientation, in it, sexual orientation is. You are accepted here at Heartway. This is a, a home for your heart, as we like to say. And one of my buddies said not too long ago, he came to Heartway with an open mind, and he left with an open heart. And that's my prayer for you guys this morning. Come with an open mind, and you may just leave with an open heart. So... Easter. The Easter story has so many lessons and principles and insights that we can draw from. But I like to remind folks that Easter is so much more than anything that may have happened 2,000 years ago. Easter is something that continues to happen now. Every time God breathes new life into somebody, Easter is happening. Every time God brings something new and vibrant out of something that's old and dying, Easter is happening. A lot of us have dreams and aspirations and goals that we've buried, and God wants to make that come alive again within you. The whole point of Easter is to remind us that transformation is possible, because so many of us have lost hope. We're stuck in a rut Life is hard. People are difficult. Come on, somebody. <laughs> Wherever you go, by the way, you can switch jobs. You can switch churches. 
You can leave here and go out of town because you're fed up with everybody. But wherever you go, there you are, and there they will be too. Because people are people. So the better acclimated you can get with dealing with difficulty and challenges, the better off that you will be. Transformation is possible. Your mindset can be shifted. Your attitude can be changed. Your life can be turned around. One of my favorite elements of the Easter story is when Jesus reveals himself to the disciples after his death and resurrection. The scriptures say that he showed his disciples the wounds that were on his hands and in his side. Look at this passage of scripture. That Sunday evening, the disciples were meeting behind locked doors because they were afraid of the Jewish leaders. Suddenly, Jesus was standing there among them. Peace be with you, he said. And as he spoke, he showed them the wounds in his hands and his side. They were filled with joy when they saw the Lord. And again, he said, peace be with you. This is really important. Because it doesn't matter how far along you get on your healing journey. It doesn't matter how evolved you may be spiritually. You will always carry some wounds with you. You're going to have some scars from the stuff that has happened to you. And you don't have to be ashamed of that. Because all of us carry wounds. All of us carry scars. What this teaches me and what this speaks to me is that if I can tap into vulnerability, if I can be transparent, if I can be honest and real about my struggles, all of my wounds can bring peace and life and healing to other people in the same way that Jesus' wounds are able to bring life and peace and healing to us in this, in this beautiful morning. So what are the wounds that you're carrying that you've been hiding from people? You know, normally in places like this, it's kind of sad, but this is where the masks come on the most. You know, because we're in church, we got to be good. You know, don't cuss around the pastor, guys. You know, you got to behave. You got to act like you have it all together. No, no, no. We're all screw-ups. We're all human. Nobody has it all together. Be yourself. There's nothing more liberating than being yourself. I was having a coffee with somebody the other day, and this dude was like, you know, the real sin, the only sin I really believe in is robbing someone of their individuality. And I said, wow, that's powerful. And think about how religion sometimes creates robots, right? We all look the same, talk the same, dress the same, you know. That's called a cult. Okay, if you've ever been in one, run. No, the mask got to come off. Let the mask off. Be who you are. Receive love. God's love, God loves you just the way you are. You don't have to change a thing about you in order for God to love you. In fact, if you never changed any more than this right now, if this is what you always were for now and forevermore, God would still love you the same. And even if you became a saint and you went to live in the Himalayas, and you were a monk, and you prayed all day and meditated all day, and you started levitating and stuff, God wouldn't love you more. God would love you just the same as he does now. So transformation is possible when you begin to accept yourself, when you receive the love that is unconditionally given to you by God every moment of every day, 
And when you shift your mindset, it all begins with your mindset. If you're able to bring your mind under control, if you're able to bring your mind into submission to God, you can then begin to use your mind to shape your reality. You see, a lot of us tend to take our interpretation of events as facts. So something happens, we think it's bad, we think it's negative, we have a certain outlook on what has occurred, and that is the fact. But it's not a fact. It's actually just an opinion. And what's the purpose of holding an opinion if it's not going to be helpful for you, if it's not going to produce something good in you? The way that I test the truthfulness of the beliefs that I hold in my mind are by the emotional effect those beliefs produce in my life. So if I'm holding on to an opinion that's making me feel really stressed and making me feel defeated and putting me in a state of despair, I'm going to question that thought and belief system. And it doesn't matter how much it seems to be a fact that everything's going against me. I'm going to trust that God is for me and that things are going to work themselves out. Look at this quote by Marcus Aurelius, the wonderful Stoic philosopher who said, remember that all things are only opinion and that it is in your power to think as you please. Now, some of you may be thinking, does this mean that I just have to think positively all the time? If I just think positively all the time, then good things will always happen in my life. Well, it don't always work like that. Don't always work like that. I'm not so much of an advocate of positive thinking as I am an advocate of neutral thinking. Neutral thinking, what does that mean? When you approach life from a place of neutrality, you're open to a variety of different perspectives. When you approach life from a place of neutrality, you're able to have a balanced outlook on things. See, because something that I've learned is that Everything good has a little bit of bad in it. Everything bad also has a little bit of good in it. So neutrality allows me to withhold judgment and accept the situation as it is. To be neutral means I'm not going to rush to having an opinion about what I'm going through and what that person did and the season that I'm in in my life. And when you don't rush to an opinion... And you begin to create some space between yourself and your thoughts, you'll start to recognize more and more. You'll become more aware of when your mind starts going in a negative trajectory and it starts projecting all this doom and gloom and how everything's going to go bad for you and this is the end of the world. And you can remind yourself that that's not the whole story. That's not the whole story. What I'm believing in this moment, how I'm interpreting this in this moment, isn't a fact. It's just an opinion. It's not the whole story. Neutrality. Looking at things from various vantage points. Accepting what is. This is a practice. It's hard. It's not easy. But as you practice this, what will happen is you'll begin to lessen the gap between your initial egoic reactions to the things that happen and your adoption of a more enlightened perspective. And here's what I mean by that. A lot of us, we go through stuff and we get triggered. 
and we get mad and we get angry and we get stressed and then it takes a really long time for us to come back to ourselves. It takes a really long time for us to stabilize and be able to see things with clarity. Well, you can streamline that process. It doesn't have to take that long for you to come back home to the peace that is in you. How do you streamline this process? Suspend your judgment. Withhold yourself from adopting an opinion too quickly and too fast. Accept the situation as it is and adopt a balanced perspective. You see, you are the author of your life story. You get to decide what the whole thing is going to mean. So ask yourself, what is the story that I'm telling myself about the life that I'm living? Do I want my story to be one of victimhood? Do I want my story to be woe is me? Everything bad always happens to me. Do I want my story to be one of negativity and defeat, complaining all the time? If you can endure it, don't complain about it. Just endure it. Because your complaining is only making it worse. You're adding suffering onto yourself when you complain about things that you can actually endure. Go through it and don't make it worse for yourself with your negativity. Keep your mind open. We always talk about having an open mind. How does all this tie into Easter? Because one of the most fundamental spiritual principles that I derive from the Easter story is that life is not always the way that it seems. Life is not always the way that it seems. So when the religious and political leaders crucified Jesus on that Good Friday, they were trying to put an end to his movement. But they really only spurred it on. Because here we are all these years later, celebrating, talking about it, being encouraged, gaining hope from something that was so tragic. God always likes to bring new beginnings out of old endings. Life is not always the way that it seems. See, when we go through stuff, we tend to judge the events of our lives on the basis of the immediate impact that it has. And then we begin to assume that the long-term effects of what has occurred are going to be negative. We just make that assumption. But we really have no idea what God is doing behind the scenes. You got no idea what God's doing behind the scenes. And so it's important to, pray, to place your problems within the wider context of God's providence. It's important to place your problems within the wider context of God's purpose. And you want to know what God's purpose is? To bring good out of everything that happens to you. So if God allows something, it's for the best. That's the assumption that I live with. If God allows it, I accept it because I know God will bring good from it. And that's how I keep my peace. It's a very simple formula, everybody. But it's hard for us to accept life the way that it is. But that's where your happiness is found. Life is not always the way that it seems. If you can give things a little bit of time to unfold, if you can let God show you why it was necessary for that to happen, God will show you. But if you're not open 
you won't see it. Think about it like this. If all of us went to go watch a movie right now after service, and I would ask you, what do you think about that movie? We would have a whole lot of different opinions about that movie. Maybe half of us would think it's good. The other half would think, eh, it was all right. There'd be a couple people who say, nah, it was bad. What did that movie mean? You would have one lesson. The other person would have another lesson. We're watching the same movie. But we leave that theater with a whole lot of thoughts and ideas of what that movie was all about or how good and bad that movie was. Same movie, different perception. Same thing with life. Two people can go through the same circumstance and have very different outlooks on what have occurred. Perception is your reality. When I'm here speaking, it's funny because I look out at all the faces and some of y'all look at me like this. Now, if I let that get to my head, I'll think, oh my God, this is not going good. This ain't going good today. Something's up. Because look at that man, me mugging me. And that other lady's falling asleep. I've been doing this long enough to know, listen, you cannot go by that. Because after service, the same person who was doing this and the other person who was doing this will say, that was so amazing. I needed to hear that. That was just for me. How did you know that I'm going through this? Did you read my diary? Because, oh my God. Life is not always the way that it seems. Let me show you some images. Look at this. Just stare at it for a little bit. Does it look like it's moving? It's not. <laughs> That's cool, right? It's like if you stare at it, it looks like it's moving. But it's not. Life is not always the way it seems. Next. Are there three or are there four? What do you see? You see four? Who sees three? They're like four, three. I love it. Next. Is it a six or is it a nine? Well, it depends. Oh, I did not. Somebody laughing too much over this. Keep it holy. Keep it holy. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I did not think about that before this. That's great. That's so good. Three, six, nine. One more time. That's funny. Oh, what about this? Is the cat going up or is the cat going down? Life is not always the way that it seems. It may seem like things are going downward for you, but they may be going up. It may seem like everything is going against you right now, but it all could be happening in your favor. So don't judge your journey before it's over. If you trust that God has a plan for you, you also have to trust the path he puts you on in order to fulfill it. Even though there will be valleys. Even though there will be sharp turns that you're not going to be a big fan of, even though it may seem like everything is crumbling, God knows how to bring all that stuff together and create something beautiful in its time. In its time. You've got to be patient. You've got to wait. 
You got to keep your faith. I want to ask the musicians to come on up. We're going to wrap up with one last tune before we go, because they were just doing so good. They were just doing so good this morning. So I'm like, you know what? Less of me, more of them today. Plus, it's too hot in here, man. I want to have brunch. (laughs) But if there's anything that I can leave you with this Easter, it will be this. Don't give up. Brokenness does not have to have the last word. Despair does not have to have the last word. Right? Heartache does not have to be the end of your story. God wants to breathe new life into you. And all that's needed is for you to open up your heart and receive what is already yours. Keep moving. Keep going. It's funny because like even physically with your body, if you just like sit all day or lay down all day, your body starts to break down. Right? Like that's not good for you. You have, you were created for movement. And if there's no movement, there's stagnation. The same is true spiritually. People may come against you. People may speak ill on your name. Things may happen that you never thought would happen in your life. Keep moving. Don't let those things define you. Don't let that become your identity. Keep putting one foot in front of the other. And no matter what happens in your life, Make a commitment that you're going to keep showing up. You're going to keep being generous. You're going to keep being kind. You're going to keep being a loving person. It's hard to choose love in the face of opposition. It's hard to do that thing Jesus said called turning the other cheek. When somebody slaps you on the one side. No, I got to stand up for myself. I got to defend myself. I got to prove to people why that's not true. If I came up to you right now and said, Your blue hair is ridiculous. It is so ugly, that blue hair that you have. What would you say? You'd be like, what are you talking about, bro? I don't have blue hair. So if somebody's criticizing you and coming against you, it's only going to affect you if you feel that that's true. But if you know that that's not you, and you know that's not the kind of person you are, they can criticize your blue hair all day, and you'll just say, I I don't have blue hair. I hear your opinion. Thank you. But I'm going to keep doing me. Oh, I actually see somebody with blue hair. I'm so sorry. You look beautiful. (laughs) I didn't didn't mean to, you know, rag on the blue hair, you know. Keep it. Just keep moving, guys. Let Let me pray for us. God, we thank you so much for your love, for your grace, for your resurrection power. May Christ come alive within us so that we can shift our mindsets, adopt new attitudes, keep our minds open to the reality that life is not always the way that it seems. You can turn things around. What looks bad can contain a whole lot of good. And so we're going to trust that things will always work themselves out exactly the way that they need to, that you have a plan and purpose for our lives, that you are directing us and guiding us in the way that we should go. You are in charge of our life, God, and so we entrust ourselves to you. And on this Easter morning, we thank you for the gift of hope and new life. May you bring a new beginning out of every sour ending. May you remind us that despair is not the end of our story. We thank you, God, for your love, for your goodness, and for your grace. 
And we pray all of these things in Christ's name. Amen. Let's stand and sing one last worship song together.